Hey guys, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast. Um, you have Dario, Brandy, and Lynn here. Um, and today we have a guest with us. You want to introduce Yes, I have <laughs> <laughs> First Lady Ashante Lancaster with us from I Am Church. Introduce yourself. Hello, <laughs> I am Ashante Lancaster. Pleasure to be here. Actually honored that you ladies um, asked me. I'm excited about it. We got some good stuff to talk about. We're going to talk a lot about um, Pastor John Gray and um, the clip that was going around social media about his wife enduring and being a covering and the backlash that he got from that. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, so before we start, I'm going to do our shout out. Um, we, I wanted to shout out um, what we talk about. Uh, <laughs> we went to their mixed giving event on Friday. Friday. Um, at the Pelican Room. So that was really nice. Uh, other than that, I'm just going to shout out myself because <laughs> I'm, I'm just so proud of my growth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you want to talk about it? <laughs> Not today. All right. <laughs> we can talk about it another time. Yeah. Uh, did y'all have any? I had a good weekend. I don't have no rants. I had a pretty good weekend. Too many days off, though, I feel like. Not enough for me. And I've been off since. Well, I got off Wednesday at noon, and I was off today. So, <laughs> yeah. I, it was a lot of days. Going back today, I was like, ooh, what is this? What is all this emails, these we, phone calls? Yeah. We had a long weekend. Yeah. I forgot how to do my job. I was not productive at all today. Uh-huh. I, I think four days off and not really having any plans. It's only so much sleeping sleeping you can do. Mm. It's only so much of everything that you can do. And I was just like, okay, I'm kind of ready to go back to work now. I will say, though, that Thanksgiving this year was not hitting correctly. At all. I was so disappointed. <laughs> In the food? Yes. Yeah. The grandma's is losing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking. I was like, man, this mac and cheese ain't really that cheesy. <laughs> I was like, oh man, they gotta pass the torch. The sweet potato pie was trash. Like everything was trash. I was so disappointed. Thanksgiving, just I think with Thanksgiving, it's just lost. This lost its luster. Like Thanksgiving yes. used to be, mm. you looked forward to all your cousins and yes. your grandma's house. Yes. And, you know what I mean? And now it's like. It's just not there. Cousins no ain't coming over. They nah. everyone want to have it at their own spot. My Absolutely. parents didn't even cook this year. That's crazy. Wow. My cook mom never cooks. So she doesn't have to. Usually they yeah. do Christmas and Thanksgiving. They didn't do nothing. I feel like growing up, it used to be everything. everything. All your cousins. You see all your cousins. You Absolutely. get your matching outfits with your <laughs> brothers and sisters. You wear your new tennis shoes. Yeah. Like It was like an event. Like It was like... You were trying to spend a night, it. like yeah. Night, like, you're like, nah. we all gotta go to school tomorrow, yeah. mom. Like, right. you know, <laughs> let me spend the night. But this, it's just like, Mm-mm. I don't know. I think because we're kind of like, I feel like over the years, it's not that focus on family, family. and yeah. traditions, right. and we're losing that. Absolutely, we are. I'm, I agree. I think, and I mean, we know social media plays a huge part. Yeah, you feel like I stay connected, but I'm not connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I seen you. I know you right. ain't seen you me. Ain't seen right. You just right. see my status, and so you kind of feel like, oh, I, I keep up with her. But I mean, no, I think the the family has lost its um its touch because reality is not reality no more Mm-mm. and so yep. we don't get together like we used to mm-hmm. we used to get out for every holiday mm-hmm. it ain't matter what it, we make stuff up just to you know what I'm saying? just to get and together cook out yeah. and, and to catch up and man, the... spade parties mm-hmm. and backyard just whatever it's it's gone it's not the same no no Hmm. Then we need to have some kids so we can. <laughs> I feel like I know. When I, have y'all kids, I always say when I have kids, I'm not playing no games. Like y'all all coming over my house. That's what I. If you don't come over, then it's gonna be problems. Like nah, we're doing it with family. Period. Yep. Don't care. I feel like I'm big my on that. excitement about Christmas will come back. Like once I actually. Oh my gosh! I, yeah. I always want to put up a tree, but I'm like, who am I putting a tree up for? Just I me. still put up my tree. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wrap my own gifts, open my own gifts. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely was different this year. Trav called us Mixie Girls. Oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, Trav. <laughs> I mean, we was kicking it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, shout out to Darielle, too. I'm a shout. I know you shouted yourself. I'm a shout Darielle. She had me out two nights in a row. Like, I ain't just turned 30 years old. And when I tell you I got about two hours of sleep last night, woke up this morning like, okay, never again. 
Friday was it for me. You and grown, I was grown, like, you I can't. Just, I got to make it to church on Sunday. <laughs> Nah, for sure. Like I got, I got to make it to church on Sunday. Yeah, but nah. it was a good time. Shout out to what we talking about. Yeah, definitely. Ooh, thirty, 30 was it for me? That was that's funny you say that. Thirty was like the the pinnacle of my, and then it just stopped. My knees start hurting. It just wasn't the same. You thirty operate. was the turn up age. No, that was what that it was stopped. Yeah, thirty no. was like that was the that was the climax of it all. It just it wasn't the same. It just it's not the same because you you in the club with twenty two year olds. Yeah. So y'all telling me I got two more years of this? I mean, turn up two more years. You got <laughs> one more day? Yeah. I'm telling you, hangovers last 24 hours. Like, I'm like, what? You just be laid in the bed like I need an IV. Like, it's crazy. No man. real talk. Like, you don't, you can't function off of two, three hours of sleep no, no more. It's not the same. It is. <laughs> This morning, I'm like, I got to make myself throw up. This liquor sitting on my, on yes. my stomach. Yes. Like, yes. oh. Uh, yeah, Friday was it for me, and I slept pretty much all day Saturday. So, see, yeah. I ain't slept at all. Man, please sleep tonight. I'm gonna try. I don't want she you got to two go more to years. She good. Yeah, she got two more years. <laughs> she good. <laughs> uh, don't forget to follow us on our social media, guys. Um, our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Email is Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All right. So, our first listener question we have it says, My boyfriend and I have been together for a couple of years and I love him dearly, but there's a huge problem with our relationship. We don't do holidays, birthdays, or trips together. He's always giving the excuse he found out his plans last minute, but this has been going on for long enough. What should I do? Sounds a little side chickish mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Situationship. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely time to move on. Mm-hmm. Sound like a skinship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a, a skinship. What skin is ship. a skinship? <laughs> skin That's it. Skinship is like we got a skin, a yeah. skin relationship. But yeah. Because I mean, you missing all the major. Those are usually the things that if, when you are in a relationship with someone, that you, you look share forward those, to. Yeah. Like right. holidays and vacations. Like that's what you do with your boo. Yeah. So like what's the point with... of a relationship if you're not even getting it? <laughs> <Right. that? laughs> I can't take you to my mom's house. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. The fact that it's not his first thought to say, let me make a plan with my girlfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's you found out plans at the last minute. Yeah. It's a problem for me. So yeah. I'm going to say leave. He's yes. not taking you yeah. that serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's men that you can date or meet a weekend before and they like, hey, you want to spend Valentine's Day together? Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, you want to, you know? So. For sure. Uh-uh. Okay. Keep it pushing. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right. So the the second one was a follow-up from um, our last week's show. He said, should you be with someone if your feelings aren't there for that person, but y'all have a child together? I say no. I'm saying no, don't stay for the kids because they're going to sense that you're unhappy. Um, and they're going to feed off of that negative energy. So I wouldn't settle just because y'all have a child together. Um, so I agree, but there was another I had recently watched um, because I've been really into relationships and all that. So I had watched like this YouTube guy, this like relationship guru, and it was basically like... Um, I married the wrong person and he talked about like staying for the kids and he mentioned that that wasn't necessarily something negative to stay for the kids and it kind of made me look at it from a different perspective but for me myself personally even though I'm not a mother yet I can't see myself making that that sacrifice it's it's hard though like I feel like when you have kids it makes it harder for you to to leave but at the end of the day, I would I couldn't settle. Yeah, just because. And it's not fair to the other person. Now I've been always trying to think about the other person. Like, if I can't give them this certain type of love, if I don't cherish and adore them like they deserve to be, that's not right for them. Mm-mm. You know, so that's not fair. No, yeah. I agree. I mean, I have children, so um, I can't imagine staying in a relationship and being miserable. Um, like you said. Kids pick up on everything. And so you think that you pretending, but they know. And it's not fair to anybody involved. It's not fair to the kids. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to him. Mm-hmm. Or in his case, it's not fair to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say just just 
life is too short to stay in miserable situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just make sure y'all can co-parent. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, you can still be a family and not be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And your child can still have that family dynamic. I always say I'm a product of a blended family. Mm-hmm. But all the memories I have of my biological dad and my mom <coughs> were bad. I don't mm-hmm. remember anything good about their relationship. So yeah. Yeah. I, I say end it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But use this as a learning tool right. next mm-hmm. time, you know. Yep. No more babies. <laughs> Please no more. Until you find the one, quote unquote. Um, okay, so we have some few hot topics, some things that's been, you know, sizzling in social media. Um, the Bow Wow versus Erica Minna. So I guess that Bow Wow had posted something corny. Lame <laughs> on Instagram. Bow-wow-ish. Yeah, you know, bow wow, bow wowing. <laughs> and he had posted something and she had made a comment underneath the video like, Can you guys please forget that I ever dated this man? And then I guess that's when he had clapped back and mentioned about her sexual past and um, threatened to leak a sex tape of theirs. Mm-hmm. And then at that point in time, I think that she made fun of his um, mental state. So, what I mean, first of all, that's whack. If you guys shared a moment and it was videotaped and you are threatening to leak it, like, that is so lame to me. Like, and I feel like a lot of men do that. Like, or they threaten or they try to post these revenge. I mean, that's why now we have this whole revenge porn is now a thing now because of men getting upset and threatening and then mm-hmm. actually releasing these Nudes. private moments that were shared in some form of, you know, seeking revenge. So I think it's whack. I mean, she made fun of his mental state. That's whack. I mean, X is talking smack to each other on social media is whack. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just all around just pointless. My thing is with that, I think Bow Wow's whack for threatening to leak her news, but then at the same time, don't come for me if I didn't send for you. Why, what was your point yeah. of even commenting? Yeah. But my you know thing I mean? is this video, is it? Is he in a video too? or is it Probably just... so. Like, And don't send news, and then you ain't got to worry about nobody leaking them. Yes, please don't <laughs> send y'all news to people that you don't trust. Yeah. They or don't go don't away. Do I would say don't do it at all. They don't. don't, do they, don't all. they don't go away. That's they don't. Yeah, I mm, I think it's just corny. She's corny because she's trying away. to be relevant. <laughs> I, like you said, like he was, he didn't say anything to you, but you got to stay relevant because honestly, what does she do? Right. Yeah. That's she, it. She's washed up too. You know what I mean? So she has to be petty to stay relevant. It, yeah, she wanted it to become something. Absolutely, yeah. she did. So she got what she wanted. She would <laughs> want the tape leaked, honestly. <laughs> oh, that would probably help her out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> she may mess around and leak it and blame it on Bow Wow. Exactly. Like, I can't believe Bow Wow did this to me. I'm getting my lawyers ASAP. Like, if Kim K did it, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she thinking she could be the next one. So um, Dwight Howard um, recently was exposed for threatening to assault and harm his former transgender lover. So this has been definitely all the way on social media. I saw it like when it was first initially getting posted. I'm like, wait a minute, this can't be true. And then she started dropping the receipts, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, mm-hmm. this actually is very, very, very true. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? And then then it goes on until I guess he had some injury of the buttocks area, and now oh, it's like this yeah, big. So he's out of the season, <laughs> and then she had disclosed that he in fact you know, is the <laughs> is bottom. on the receiving end of things. Oh, God. I didn't know he was a bottom. That's yeah. yeah. So he's on the, so it kind of, it's like a whole, like, what's your thoughts on everything? So when I first seen it, it was like eight in the morning. I'm like, what in the world? And yeah. I'm listening to the messages and everything. And I'm like, putting my phone up to my ear, trying to hear everything. My thing is, um, if you look at the whole thing, the situation with the person, um, Michelle, I don't know how you say the name, but the transgender uh, woman was the person. I never know what to say. I don't want to be um, politically incorrect. So the person mm-hmm. did this last year to Playboy Cardi, who is a rapper. Mm-hmm. They tried to expose Playboy Cardi as being homosexual, and that all turned out to be a lie. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing. Secondly, if this was somebody 
you were claiming you wanted to get to know and you were genuinely interested in and you thought this was a good person, mm-hmm. why were you recording the phone conversations? Mm-hmm. That didn't make sense to me. Like, why would you record the phone conversations mm-hmm. if this was somebody that you was just genuinely trying to get to know mm-hmm. or asking these questions um, via DM? Like, does your family know that you're out? Do your your boys, your brothers know that you like men and this, mm-hmm. that, and the third? Like, the questions, it seemed like it was to bait him. Mm-hmm. And he kept kind of straight away from it. Like, why are you asking me this? I don't want to answer that, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And then I feel like Charlemagne made a really good point on the radio this morning. If you're a part of the gay, lesbian, transgender community, why would you try to embarrass someone Mm -hmm. when you want inclusion? Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? You just took 10 steps back Mm -hmm. for the cause by embarrassing this man. And you don't know what the outcome could be of Mm -hmm. this because... One, you if he wasn't ready to come out, it wasn't you. You didn't have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you're a man. If you felt like your life was threatened, at the end of the day, you're a man and another man. Or if you don't feel like this was something you could have stood up to, call the cops. Mm-hmm. Man, as so, big as he is, they could have squared up. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Dude is not no small. You feel small me? Person, like he right? could have mm-hmm. squared up for real. Once I started actually like. Digging deeper into it, I'm like, it's not cool in my mm-hmm. eyes. If if he is into men, that's his business. And it's his right to come out when he's ready to come mm-hmm. out. If he ever decides to come out. Mm-hmm. So I, I I didn't agree with it. And then the, the person got on live on Instagram and was saying how, you know, there's receipts for everything that's being thrown. And um, the reason why the phone calls was recorded because she was like, when you start to, you know, feel like a person is lying to you and this, that, and the third... You know, you want to get things on record. And I'm like, if I feel like somebody's lying to me, I'm just going to be out. Like, he's yeah. not married. Y'all not married. Y'all was messing around. You said in your thread that you couldn't get to the games and different things like that. So there was no commitment to you. So what? I, it didn't make sense to me. But it's about the money. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get that money. You answer for me. <laughs> I mean, I, there was a few different takeaways that I have from it. I do think that for her to go and I guess she was trying to say that she was making more so the vocal point of it was or the focal point of it was more so that she was being threatened her life was being threatened by this pastor it wasn't necessarily the emphasis on Dwight but the fact of the matter is it involved Dwight <laughs> like and, you and no one's talking about this pastor right. everyone's talking about Dwight and uh, Char- Charlemagne made a really good point you know, um, as far as if you want inclusion, you can't be outing someone and then knowing that that's going to be the backlash that they get, you know, and it's because of their sexual orientation. So I think that's the issue. As far as the recording of it, I can kind of see where someone would record the conversations only because especially in that community. And if you know that you're possibly dealing with somebody who is not out and, you know, Whatever the case may be, I don't know, but I, I guess I could see see where one would record the conversations, even though it is odd if you are building. But I think my biggest thing about it was that I felt like now it's just like they're looking at him not because he's an athlete or they're, now they're just looking at him like, OK, he's gay or yeah. he likes transgender. And I just feel like it's just not. It's not something that I agree with. Yeah. You know, labeling someone like that. Um, so I just think it was very unnecessary and nothing that, you know, um, and I've had a friend and, and I do understand, though, because I've had a friend who in, was transgendered and they were murdered by someone that was very transphobic back in 2016. Yeah. And I do see now where now they're, I'm seeing all these comments and now and especially those that are transgender women that identify as women of color, they are a, a high target. And it is because of how our community perceives, you know, sexuality, homosexuality. So I do see where some sort of dialogue needs to be opened up because I'm a type of person, what you eat, don't make me poop, whatever, vice versa. So whatever life you live is the life that you choose to live. Yeah. But it's like at the same time, you know, it's just, it's just a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And a lot of now they're calling like, well, we need to be more accepting of people dating, like men deciding to date transgender. And I'm like, that's fine. If someone wants to date someone that's transgender, that's fine. That's none of my business. But I don't feel like now as a woman, I need to accept a man who dates 
me and transgendered women. Yeah. So I don't think we need to force that on us either because as African-American women, I feel like we get a lot of the short end of the stick. Like Shanti was talking about earlier, like, you know, we have to be the, you know, we date men that don't have X, Y, and Z and now you want us to date men that, you know, have different sexual orientations that we desire out of our partner. So it's a lot. But I yeah. feel like whatever you do, do it, but you need to be honest about it. If that's what you're into, don't lie to me about yes. it. And then something, because there was another thing about how he was going to these sex parties yeah. and having unprotected sex and yeah. all this. So that's my thing. If wow. if you're going to be spreading it wide, right. like, let me know yeah. so I can yeah. take myself and remove myself exactly. from the situation. I, Absolutely. Who you sleep with, what you like ain't my business, Mm-mm. but if you're going to try to bring me into your mess... I deserve yeah. the respect of knowing absolutely what I'm going absolutely with, what I'm not going to sign up for, but yeah. what, you know you want me to sign up for. So yeah, I don't no, know. It was a lot. It was a lot, and yeah. that it was a lot. And I'm like, man, that is it, crazy. You know, as open minded as I feel like I am, and as like progressive as I feel like I am, and they were trying to force like you know black women. This is like kind of like you guys need to be more accepting of men. Absolutely I'm like, not. I'm like you know what. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. It's not for me. It's not for me. Yeah. You know, but I'm all like for whatever other people do, but for me you can't push that on me, yeah, you know. You can't push, so push that agenda on us, right? Nah. We don't want it. <laughs> I think that's greedy. <laughs> you like both. It ain't enough for everybody. Like relax. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, Too much. It's too much. It's a lot. But yeah. Um, so um, the Porter Magazine roundtable discussion. I did get to really get a chance to watch all of it. I just know they was making Gabrielle Union's face a meme when <laughs> um, Ellen had mentioned about how she was upset that there wasn't enough people of color, um, women of color, I think particularly as well. She was speaking on and says that um, it's white people's job and responsibility to speak up in every room that they walk into. This is the actress that said Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. not yes. Ellen DeGeneres. Yes, yes. Okay. And she's married to a black man. Yeah, she is. So I was, I mean, I've only seen a clip of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. But, I mean, I really thought it was, it was good of her to stand up for, you know, to have more color. Because I agree. She, she said she wanted the production to look like the world we live in. Mm-hmm. And she specifically told them she wanted more people of color and they didn't. When she showed up, it didn't look anything like she said. Yeah. yeah. And then I think she said something like, um, it's Caucasian people's um, responsibility to speak up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the Red Table Talk, the episode that they had on racism. I did. And it's a two-way street with that, and I agree with what they were saying on this show. It is our responsibility to be respect, excuse me, receptive to the fact that some white people just don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for us to be open to have those conversations about race and the divide with white people, you tend to see a lot of black people that just think that white people should know that what they're doing is wrong and that it's racism and that's ignorance. Mm-hmm. It, it, they don't know. Mm-hmm. Just like we but talk about. How don't they know that it's being because, talked about? Because the thing about it is like, if you've never had fried chicken, you have no idea what it tastes like. I mean, I'm using fried chicken. We talk about racism, but I mean, <laughs> so I think the expectation is unfair because you have white people who don't know that they are experiencing white privilege mm-hmm. because they've always experienced mm-hmm. white privilege. So they literally don't know a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like raising a child up a certain way, and then something new is introduced, and the, t- the child's like, "Wait a minute, mm-hmm. I only know this way." Mm-hmm. So. You, you kind I kind of understand where they're coming from. Some of them don't know. Some of them are like, well, we don't understand. Hollywood's always been white. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just here recently that black, black actors and actresses are really getting prominent roles or even winning awards for the roles that they... Because there was a huge... If y'all remember back in the day, it was a huge uproar about Holly Berry and Denzel yeah. winning Oscars for being a gangster and a hoe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, so y'all wait to give us one and then y'all give us one for this role. And mm-hmm. then you had some black people were saying, y'all can't be happy about nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the other side was like, no. like These actors, if you look at their body of work, they have... Mm-hmm. this. These aren't the only award-winning roles that they've played. Mm-hmm. But yeah. y'all give it to them for this. So, I mean... 
Hollywood's always been white. I think that I I agree with her. It's and and I mean, come on, her opinion is biased. She married to a black man. Yeah. So yeah, she's she sees it she's woke. She see it a little differently than you know her white counterparts. Like there mm-hmm. does need to be more color. But I mean, Hollywood is the the steel curtain, and yeah. you'll hear black actors talk about it all the time. It's very few who are able to penetrate it. Yeah. I think once you know what's going on, then it becomes your responsibility to speak up. Absolutely. And take responsibility. Mm-hmm. But just like we always speak to the show, on the show, we can't speak to what white women go through and what, Mm-mm. you know, type, what, how white men are. We always talk a lot about black men, but we can't speak to that experience because mm-hmm. we've never been exposed to it. Right. We could speak to it if we, we were exposed to it. So that's why I agree with what they were saying, where it's kind of a two-way street mm-hmm. and it starts with the conversations. Yeah. And I we agree. have to be willing to open up and, and have those have conversations. those conversations. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important. I think that, like you said, once you do see that you are on the receiving end of white privilege, then I think you know it is would be nice <laughs> if you stepped up and you you know start to try to fight from some of these um, social injustices um, that we um, as African American people have to go through, and you know just certain breaking certain barriers and you know, the movie and film production and things like that. So I think it is definitely important. Um, But I also think another thing, because what is her name? Amy, the, um, yes. She made a post about um, like standing with, you know, or kneeling with um, Colin Kaepernick, I believe, and all this and, you know, boycotting the NFL. And then her comments, there were African-American people like, kind of like saying, nah, like, you know, this ain't good enough or, yeah. you know, like they weren't being receptive to it. It's like it's almost like it's never good enough. Yeah. You know, so I think we need to be receptive of it and understand like um, intent intentions. Like if their intentions are good and pure and like they're trying, you know, to stand up for us or to be an ally, then try to accept it. And if they, you know, misstep because they're not they've never walked a day in our shoes. Absolutely. If they misstep, then you help to pr- correct them and to under you know, teach them, you know, better ways to go about it so so yeah that was um my thoughts on that if you choose to use your platform to fight social injustice as a white person and you're risking losing your money yeah for me kudos to you right that's why a lot of people a lot, a lot of men in the nfl didn't didn't do what kaepernick did because mm-hmm. of the bag like yeah. nah bro i have a, a mortgage and i'm taking care of everybody yeah and yeah. so at that point the money kind of dictates your act it shouldn't but it's reality it's factor, yeah. and so even in hollywood you have a couple of people of, mm-hmm. of non-color who are willing to say, you know what, like, I'm not for social injustice. But a lot of them are, they don't want to lose yeah. their, you their will backing. Get, you will get blackballed. You absolutely yeah. will. <laughs> and then before you know it, you're not getting no shows. And you're like, dang, I stood up and yeah, a, a change wasn't even made. <laughs> and I lost. And I lost. Right. Right. So, yeah, so I think it definitely needs to be commended if, you know, if you are doing that. And I think black people need to definitely be more acceptive and, you know, receptive of it. Yes. You know, even when they misspeak or, you know, just help them. Yep. You know, it's a teaching moment. Um, So, Joel Santana. Side note, did he really lose all his teeth? Because the picture I seen, <laughs> he was Gumby. Like, I don't know. Flat out. I was trying, I'm trying to, trying to figure yeah. it out. And I can't figure it out. <laughs> I've been looking at different pictures. I'm like, wait a minute. Because back in the day, you couldn't tell me that he, he wasn't was so fine. fine. But I was like, yes. I thought he was so fine. Even when his little teeth was, you know, a little <laughs> snaggled. I still thought he was fine. Yeah. Like, I was still all about it. But anyway, Joel Santana proposed to Kimbella after 10 years some cheating a little bit more cheating mm. some facing some fed time Somebody lost all his teeth some domestic violence too yeah probably. a little mm. bit of everything what's the thoughts I see I've been seeing like both sides where people are like all you ringless ladies can't talk <laughs> about <laughs> I can't talk about Kim because she got her ring. But it's like, at what price do you have to pay? At what expense? Absolutely. And who can't, like, if we could, you know, if that was it, I'm sure we can all think of a relationship we could have stayed in. And eventually, at one point in time, the man would have grew tired or he would have did messed up so much that now he would have presented you with the ring as a last ditch effort. Like, that's not something hard to do. That, well, that's how I feel about Emily and Fab. I feel like she should have ran away. Right. So it's like, I mean, 
and I'm a big component of uh, proponent of like not like putting yourself in other people's relationships because you don't know what's going on and you know in their relationships but I think that it's just it's obvious he ain't hot no more he doesn't have his teeth <laughs> and he facing jail I'm like Gary go to the penitentiary yeah. so he about to do some years and I heard that he don't have any money anymore so now it's like you getting the the worst version of him mm. is now willing to commit to you. Oh, that's that's But like the best version of you when you were at your highest peak, you was you was living a life, you had girls, you know what I'm saying, you treat me any old type of way, you know. But like when you're at your lowest, now you're like, okay, I want, you know, now here here you are. Thank you. <laughs> I was watching the um the marathon because the new season comes on tonight, and it was a clip, and they were talking, and she was crying, and she was like, "You know, I love you, and we've been through this, that, and the third, and we went through all of this." And she was like, "You are my life," mm. and Mm-mm. the way she said it, it was just like it was sad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I can't. And we've talked about this before. I can't see losing myself, compromising my values and my morals just to get a ring. Mm -hmm. Because is your marriage going to be happy is my question. Mm -hmm. I I don't understand that. So Mm -hmm. you got to beat me up, cheat on me, Mm -hmm. go to jail. Lose your teeth. Lose Lose your money. Whatever else. (laughs) Whatever else. Come on, let's talk about the important things here. (laughs) And then realize... I'm the person that you want to spend your life with. And that is going to translate more into the topic that we're going to talk about a little mm-hmm. later is that I, I got to stick. That's the narrative that we keep painting. We got to stick it out through mm-hmm. hell mm-hmm. or high water. You can mm-hmm. beat me down to my lowest and yeah. I'm supposed to stay yeah. for a ring. Yeah. Cause nine out of 10 times the marriage ain't going to be that great Mm-mm. because ding, ding, you don't change overnight because you get married. Oh no. No, no. And as someone that was in a long-term relationship, long-term, very, very toxic relationship, at the, it got to the point, thank God I was able to snap out of it, but it was like, you know what? I'm going to stay because, one, I know he's eventually going to marry me. Mm-hmm. One. Two, I proved to everybody, see y'all, told y'all it would pay off, quote-unquote, you know, so it's like, okay, then it, I, in my mind, it was like, okay, so now all these sacrifices that I've made and all these heartaches and all these pains and all this, everything that I endured in this relationship, like, didn't go in vain if eventually I got the ring. And it's almost like I became, like, entranced with the whole idea of being just married than I was with the whole entire relationship. Like, it was, I wanted to get married or I wanted this ring for everything but the marriage. And that sounds so crazy. Does that sound Don't crazy? It sounds crazy. Yeah, the topic. Yeah, it sounds so crazy. Yeah. It's like, eventually he's going to marry me. Like, yeah. Why that's am I was, was like, for that? That was like, well, you know, eventually he'll <laughs> grow tired of, like, cheating <laughs> and different women. And eventually, like, you know, it'll be like an eventually. Yeah. Like, you know, prayers to them. Yeah. Let's just... <laughs> So, yeah, but yeah, future is like when I tell you, like, I always say it's so crazy because I kind of do believe in sterilization (laughs) and I just don't get it because why does he keep on getting women pregnant? I put the meme in the chat where it was like, y'all keep getting pregnant by future. And it was Oprah just shaking her (laughs) head. Like, Like, I don't get it. Like, as one part, like, if anyone knows how, you know, the reproductive system work, it should be future by now. (laughs) Like, you should know that you got some swimmers. (laughs) You should know. Like, you don't, you know. So, he got another, um, so he has another baby on the way. That's not really the big deal because Future always has another baby on the way every year. It's Mm -hmm. like an annual thing for him. But, um, I guess the thing is, um, the girl um, that is reporting that she is, in fact, pregnant by Future um, is saying that um, Future asked for her to get an abortion um and when she refused he allegedly put a hit out on her sheesh yeah she said she feared for her life and that's why she was putting the story out there she wasn't really doing it for like clout because mm-hmm. she mm. wanted to enjoy the moment prior 
privately, I guess she said, but mm-hmm. I mean, if you fear for your life, then I mean, I I get it, but I don't. I'm sorry. Go to the cops get- and handle your business. You don't need to put it out there. We don't mm-hmm. need to know that you're pregnant by future. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel like it was a clout thing? I don't, I don't necessarily know. know about a clout thing, but again, if you didn't want to put it out there, why are you putting it out there? Mm-hmm. There's so many other ways mm-hmm. to make somebody aware of what's mm-hmm. going on if something happens to you mm-hmm. other than putting it on social media. And again, that's one of those situations where I really, and I'm, I don't mean to sound like I'm against women right now, but I really have no sympathy for you because patterns... Mm-hmm. That's what I said. And then mm-hmm. she's like, well, I mean, I know I was doing my thing and he was doing his thing, but he was my go-to guy. Like, why is that your go-to guy? Why mm-hmm. are you sleeping with him unprotecting? You know he got all these babies and you see how he treat all his baby mamas. Like, why would you want to be a part of that? Mm-hmm. Accountability. Yeah. Definitely. It's just, I'm, it's for me, it's money. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. So, Future's not going to stop doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So... I think the question is more on why do the women keep letting him do yeah. that? Why, yeah. why you baby's mom number nine or whatever number mm-hmm. it is. Right. And we got, Basically. we got dudes out here who ain't future, who don't have his money, who are on baby mom. number. Yes. Like, so baby mom number seven, what did you think in your you know, <laughs> baby? mom number first one, second one, cool. like, baby's mom number seven. I'm asking like, so what was, what was you thinking? You thought, what did you think? And so I don't, Mm-hmm. For me, for him, I have really no... He gonna keep doing mm-hmm. what he's allowed to do. Mm-hmm. And in his mind, financially, it's whatever. It's all good. Yeah. You know, for them, it's the same. It's like, okay, financially, I have a kid. I have an 18-year meal ticket. Mm-hmm. Until, or until the money run out until he pull a Rob Kardashian and be like, nah, I ain't got it no more. <laughs> I, I got an 18-year meal ticket. So, I mean, and to Brandy's point, like, the reason why they don't go to the police is because they want the they want the the exposure like they have to have it so that I can land me on a, a position on ATL Love and Hip Hop like I have to come out and say this stuff so that Mona Scott can look at me and be like mm-hmm. we want you on the show they're trying to secure the bag too why mm-hmm. not get pregnant by future right why mm-hmm. not set up Dwight Howard why mm-hmm. not because there's money to be made. Mm-hmm. And the intentions are not pure. Ain't nobody out here just chilling and fell in love with him. Like, come on. You know he's garbage. You know he treats women horribly. And she kept saying, he's such a nice guy. He's so so good. Like, no, he's not. No. I don't know. Like, I just would not. I don't know. That video he put out to Brittany, that was hilarious. That was funny. We said, don't don't no monkey stop one show. Or no, one monkey stop <laughs> one no monkey show. One monkey don't stop no show. He said, hmm. So you found him? You I'm proud. I'm of proud you. of you. We did. He's so proud. He's ignorant. He's ignorant. He is like so terrible. Terrible. Like yeah. I don't know. I was just looking at her page, and I was the girl that posted all this. I'm looking like girl. I know Sierra would be like, "Thank you, God." God. Every Literally. Time. God and I think he that. like has some personal vendetta against her because he she was the one that he couldn't keep. You know, on that string. If you listen, a lot of songs still to this day. Mm-hmm. He mentioned something about oh, Russell. all the time. Like, there's a song with Tory Lanez. Yes. He says something. There's a few other songs where he says something. He like, tweets really? stuff about yeah. her. Really? Yes. 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 Yeah. And he Russell's unbothered at home raising your son. Your yeah. son. So, yeah. keep him Papa coming, Russell. future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I. that's all I ever say. I'm just glad Sierra got out of the situation. I know yes. she's so thankful, too, because she just, I know she's so, she looked back like, ooh, that was a rough part of my life. Man. <laughs> she's so like, hey, I, I know she loves her son to death, but I know she just be like, what was I thinking? Right. Man. Uh, I, I don't know. Future, he's mad he's, disrespectful. He's, he's, he's a piece of work. <laughs> mad disrespectful. And it's one thing to, like, be a man with money and have access to all these women. That's one thing. And a lot of men can't in that situation or choose not to be able to control themselves. That's one thing. But the way he goes about it, yeah. right? he just is completely disrespectful. And I, but I they allow it. Yeah, though. I sent the screenshot to him and oh, jo- yeah. Joey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then 
on his story, he was going to Abu Dhabi with mm-hmm. his homies, and it was a whole bunch of females too. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just confused. What about him <laughs> knocking up Bow Wow's baby's mom? But then the other, oh, but him being other, back with his yeah. other baby's mom, yeah. And then yeah. now he's and back Joey. with Joey, yeah. Joy, they just Joy, posted, whatever. yeah. He just posted, yeah. well, she just posted. Like I'm For so thankful. Yeah, I'm so like, thankful. Happy birthday! And now he's on a trip with some other girls, right? And, like, and and the expectation is that he's going to stop. Mm-mm. Y'all let me do it. I'm gonna keep doing keep it. Doing I'm gonna it. keep doing it. And I didn't really realize that until like I was in a position to like not like you know. Thank God I've like changed my mindset here recently. Like, well, I could like kind of get over on guys and use them. And so I'm like, then I thought I was like, this is why guys do it. Cause if you if you I'm being allowed to do this, like why would I not like people are self serving? Yeah. So it's like I'm gonna put myself first, and if I can get away with X Y Z, why wouldn't I? Like until I get my moral compass together, until I you know, am living right. This is the life. It's exactly. lit. <laughs> and, that's, and, that's, <laughs> like, and that's why they they don't feel bad for mm-hmm. hurting you because they know. All you gotta do is say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. A week later, you're back. You're like, back. Yeah. You're not back. only that, you knew from the like the jump. And that's what kind of makes me upset. As women, you know if there's a gray area and there's not really no commitment, mm-hmm. we just lie to ourselves yes. and be pretending that we didn't really know mm-hmm. that you knew y'all wasn't in no committed relationship mm-hmm. and now men are tell you like, I'm not ready for that mm-hmm. and so don't be salty at me when you find out that I'm in Dubai you already know what it is mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with one of my homeboys and we was talking about that and he was just kind of telling me like why he doesn't want to commit and where he's at with that but he's dealing with somebody and he was like I've told her this and she understands like and she's okay with the fact that I'm not ready to commit, and she also I knows I was that. Saying, no, she's not. And she also, know, <laughs> but she also knows that if she goes and entertains somebody, I'm not going to be with her. I'm like, how is wow. that fair? That's, that's, wow. so, that's manipulative. I'm like, like, how is that, that is fair to her? Behavior. The, the, the guys that say, "But I told you what it was," are the worst ones. You tell mm-hmm. me one thing, but you're doing something totally actions, different. Man, you're the what? worst kind. Mm-hmm. You're the worst kind. Mm-hmm. You're that's manipulation at its mm-hmm. finest and yes, I'm like is. how is that fair to her because you're still doing X, Y, and Z and mm-hmm. what if she knows what if she knew about that because I guarantee you that she doesn't mm-hmm. right. man so it'd be the she, same ones though if they found out baby girl was doing something they would be crushed. salty mm-hmm. oh, I mean they'd be in the corner like I just can't believe it like no 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 believe it yeah it, you, it, it's not it's not fair this whole double standard like no mm-hmm. if we're dating other people then let's go yeah. we're dating other people yep you call my phone. I'm busy. I'm on a date. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that needs to be established. I'll never forget. I'm never. I will never ask another man. What are we? One. Mm, <laughs> I'm wow. never gonna do it. But the one time I did, and I got a response like, "We are what we are." And I said, "You know," I, in my mind, I was like, and the reason why I asked them though was because I was about to catch a flight because <laughs> we dating other people. <laughs> so I was like, once he said that, I said, "Oh, okay. it's go time." That's right. That's all you gotta tell me. Like, you know, cool. I'm yeah. just trying to be respectful. Right, right. <laughs> but now I know. So, you know. It's it's never an even playing field. No. No. You know no. What I mean? And I sometimes think him saying, like, well, she knows that if she does do her, like, then there's no us. I think that's a controlling tactic. And a lot of times guys will say that and that not be the truth. They yeah. just are using that, like, to be like, you know, to try to keep you in some sort of boundaries. Yeah. But it's like, if you already said you don't want to be me, I feel like I always say it doesn't take a whole day to recognize sunshine. Mm-hmm. Either you want me. Or, or you, you don't. don't. Or you don't. And it. I shouldn't have to tell you how to treat me. Like, And I feel like when people say they don't want a relationship, they, they don't want it with you. Yeah. We're, we're, for the most part, a lot of us are wired for companionship. Like, that is, like, you know, even the guys that is wilding out and doing X, Y, and Z, and at least they have, like, a good reason. Like, no, I don't want a relationship until I finish X, Y, and Z goal or, you know, things like that. But for the most part, when I hear I don't want a relationship, I hear I don't want you. Because that's the same thing I tell men when I don't want to be with them. them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, That's wild. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So, I I wanted Ashante to come on the show because, again, the clip was going around um, of Pastor John Gray and everything that he was saying about what him and his wife has been through. And, again, he was getting a lot of backlash about that. So, I wanted to discuss the more 
popular perspective um, on relationships and what a marriage is and what a wife is supposed to be and what a man is supposed to be versus the spiritual standpoint of it. Uh, we were talking about it at church and Ashante was giving me her opinion. I'm like, you know what? I want you to come on the show. <laughs> so the the first thing that we have on here before we get to that is does loyalty have an expiration date? I don't know, because I'm one of those people I feel like once I'm loyal, I'm always loyal. But at the same time, like if we're not in that in a good space or I don't feel like I owe you that anymore. So I don't know. I, w- I mean, a, a date's hard. I think loyalty has its limits. So I wouldn't necessarily say there's an expiration date. I think that there's probably a point in time where um, if it's taken for granted, then I will probably reserve the that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, okay, so I'm loyal and you're not. So do I keep being loyal? Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, wisdom has to kick in and you go, you know, this person doesn't deserve deserve my loyalty. I mean, I think that that's where like a lot of abuse emotionally comes into place because people remain loyal in situations they have no business remaining loyal. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it. I've said it before. I'm loyal to myself before anybody, and mm-hmm. that's just me being completely honest. So my loyalty is based upon how I'm treated. Mm-hmm. Period. It, if that ain't for you, then I'm not for you. Mm-hmm. I, my loyalty is based on how I'm treated. So if I feel like I'm not respected, I'm not appreciated, I'm not um, getting the things that I need to be full, I owe you nothing. Because mm-hmm. you obviously feel like you owe me nothing. Mm-hmm. So right. my loyalty is based on, again, how I'm treated. So Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think that... Um, women tend to be more loyal in situations where they're not being treated right because again they feel like maybe they have something to prove or mm-hmm. one day somebody will wake up and get mm-hmm. it like but it's like you said I do this 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 and this for you it's none of the things that that person wanted or none of the things that they even value mm-hmm. so I, I don't know I think we need to work you on that you just gotta learn when to remove yourself from situations like that cause that's toxic and it's really draining like mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just this whole push on women. Like, I see the memes and, like, especially in the, you know, black community, the hip-hop culture. It's just this push on women to be loyal to their man. And the push on men to be loyal is to his homeboys. Mm-hmm. That's when they when they talking about, like, I'm loyal, I'm loyal. They're not talking about in their relationship. They're talking about to their homeboy. Like, you know, I, I, I hold them down. So I think it's, like, that push... And I feel like you're right. The expiration of the loyalty is when it's no longer being reciprocated. That's when it's like, oh, okay. Got to right. get out. Let me correct myself. Right. Um. So I think we all agree to a point that we have this whole narrative that women are expected to hold it down and endure pain until a man feels like he is mature um, and has become this better man so -hmm. to speak but we don't get that the same we don't get that same thing in return Mm -hmm. one mistake we made Mm -hmm. they're out Mm -hmm. they leave we're Mm -hmm. abandoned whatever case may be so i i think to some degree we can agree that that seems to be the narrative amongst relationships is that the woman is um just supposed to take on everything Mm -hmm. and ultimately be left empty Mm -hmm. um If you guys didn't see the clip, uh, Pastor Gray, he basically said that his wife was a covering for him and that she has endured more pain than she would have ever endured. uh, You got it? Yeah. Okay. He said, my wife has endured more pain birthing me than birthing our own children. And a lot of people, I seen a lot of post women was like, I'm not birthing no man. (laughs) I'm not... I'm da, 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 I'm mm-hmm. not doing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm let Ashanti yeah. <laughs> take it over. <laughs> so can I read this tweet really quick that I seen about it? Yes. So this guy said, he said, as a man, you have to already have a mission and goals set for yourself before ever 
even um, getting with the woman. Have a plan for your life. These women aren't your mothers. Before you even get with the woman, oh, that was the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> so I have so much to say on the um, the subject. I just I'm passionate about it because um, I birthed many a men prior to birthing my husband. Um, and yes, as a wife, there are some things that you birth out of your husband and vice versa. There's things that your husband mm-hmm. will birth out of you. I was in complete agreement with Pastor Gray. I knew exactly what he was saying. Um, you have to know, first of all, his story and his history to even know where he's coming from. He came from, um, no father. He came from being emotionally, um, just unavailable. You know what I mean? He came with a lot of emotional baggage. And first of all, he always gives his wife the utmost. I love whenever he talks about her because he just speaks about her like she's just everything and she is. And so never once did he say that she spiritually covers him. Like he I, he understands that that is as 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 the head like he spiritually covers her. But even I told you, Brandy, at church, like when he said covering she's covered him, there are instances as a wife that you cover your husband you cover his flaws. You cover some of the things that you don't want exposed to protect him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was I was like so excited about coming and just and just talking about it because my passion is young women. My passion is just women in general. Um, really understanding what the duty is of a wife, and I think I think what gets uh, misconstrued is what the real duties of a of a wife are to be. And I think for the young lady, was like, well, I don't want to give birth to no man. Like, you've probably birthed out men that mm. wasn't your husband. Mm. For far less. For far less. <laughs> you feel me? Like, mm. you was giving birth long before. And mm. so it's kind of like, we have to be extremely careful what we, A, say. Because mm. you're basically telling God what you're not going to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, all right, well, you honestly think that there's this perfect man that's sitting around? No. Nobody is running on all cylinders. Don't nobody have all the plans and procedures down. No, it's just not the case. There are some things that when you get married that you bring out of each other. Like I always say, talk about my husband. That's my destiny partner. There's things that I now walk in now that I was not walking in single. Mm-hmm. And the men that I was dating wasn't bringing it out of me. Mm-hmm. They they wasn't. I was birthing them. Mm-hmm. I, I always say like there's a bunch of wives that when they see me they should just be like thank you because mm-hmm. you know I, I help birth your your husband and who he is I probably mm-hmm. get in trouble later but I mean it is what it is like I looked into just the rib because when God does anything he don't never just do stuff to do stuff he always has a reason as to why he does stuff and so when he took the rib from Adam to even make Eve like it's all significant so I was just researching the rib, and the rib is the only bone that can regrow itself out of 206 bones. The rib is the only one. And I think about what the rib's job is. Like, the rib's job is to protect. The rib protects the lungs and the heart, the two most vital organs in a body. If you your heart, you lose your heart, you lose your lungs, you're probably going to die. And so what a rib does is a rib protects and so I think about women in the right role, like that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to protect Because Be honest. Like we all have what you call gut instinct. Mm-hmm. Men don't have that. Mm-hmm. It's some stuff like me and my husband. And I said, like, you didn't notice that. And he'd be like, no, mm-hmm. it literally goes over their head because they're not built like us. Like God mm-hmm. was strategic in the way that he did that in the way that he designed us that way. And what happens is, is that, <clears throat> We as women are wives. We're not we're not supposed to be acting as a wife with that individual. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is is that we get used up, we get abused up, um, mm-hmm. we're emotionally, you know, jacked up mm-hmm. and we're sitting back and we go, Oh, I don't understand. Why, why, why? It's like, well, you was not supposed to be doing that for him. Mm-hmm. We ignore the signs, we ignore the signals. And we just keep on giving, keep on giving. It ain't no reciprocity. Lauren mm-hmm. Hill taught me that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you at some point, like you, I can't just keep pouring, and I, it's an empty cup now, mm-hmm. and now I'm not getting anything back in in my cup. It's just it doesn't work like that. Um, like we are built to support. Period. That's what 
if the whole rib, if you take the rib cage out of the body, the body dies. It it cannot it cannot hold itself up. The abdomen is connected, the shoulder cage is connected, the vertebrae is co- everything's connected to the rib. So mm-hmm. if you take the rib out, all of them like a, a man can't he can't stand. Mm-hmm. So I think that protection and support in the right in the right way. Mm-hmm. And I think that where we mess up is that because we're all equipped. We're all like wives because we've all done it. We've all taken care of some men that we had no business mm-hmm. taking care of, whether it was financially, emotionally, physically, don't matter. But it wasn't in the right way. And so what then happens is that you kind of take the attitude of, I'm not doing that no more. I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. And I would tell any woman to not take that attitude because your husband still needs that part of you. Mm. You know what I mean? There's, there's some qualities that if I would have shut off, my husband would have never, he would have never experienced with me because I had been hurt. I, I mean, I had been through some ridiculous relationships and if I would have made it up in my mind, like, nope, that's it. I'm not about to be nice no more. I'm not about to be cool no more. Then nobody else would have been able to experience my husband wouldn't have been able to experience that with me right i know one thing that made perfect sense when we were talking about it at church and i was just saying like i feel like in the wrong mind that could be that clip could be taken the wrong way Mm -hmm. and you were like no think of it like this if someone has a bruise or a cut Mm -hmm. what do you do you put a band-aid on it Mm -hmm. and it clicked in my head like you know what you right that's right like you put a band-aid on it and that made so much sense to me. And like you said, I feel like women just get to a point where we just get so messed up because we stick in these bad situations that we don't, we we try to say, no, I'm not going to be a giver. I'm not going to be this. I'm not going to be that. And that's <coughs> what you're naturally designed that's to be. That's your natural bit. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to give it up when really you need to preserve that for absolutely your mm-hmm. husband. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about the, my husband tore his Achilles tendon uh, a couple summers ago. And he had to get surgery on it. And when he got surgery on it, the doctor covered up the wound because there's a there's a point in time where the wound has it needs time to heal. And so you have to leave it covered up. And then there's a time that it needs to be exposed so that air can get to it and so that it can heal properly. Either one of those things too late or too soon affects it. So leaving it covered for too long can do the opposite. Infection can grow, but exposing it can too too soon man infection can happen too so I, I look about like how his what he was saying about his wife there was no time limit on his surgery you know what I mean like he had to grow as a man there's some things that you don't know about yourself until you get married mm-hmm. there's certain capacities that you don't know about until you get married there's some things that men don't know how to go through until they find their wives and what he was saying was was that my wife had to yeah the pain that my wife went through birth and me was harder than our two kids because her she was naturally like her body was made to have two babies. Birthing this man out hurt me more because it comes with stuff that I have to learn and figure out. Mm-hmm. Like it's baggage and things that come with that that mm-hmm. I had to birth out. And it wasn't just nine months and then mm-hmm. you know I had a baby right. and then I got some uh some perks to get me through. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. It's years of enduring pain labor pains of pushing him out mm-hmm. and he already says if it wasn't for her he would not be who he is and so i don't think there's anything wrong with it i don't there's nothing wrong with her she covered her husband when she was supposed to cover him when she was supposed to protect him when she was supposed to support him in that context and i'm i'm here for it and at the very end if you listened all the way through without getting upset he said, I give her everything. She deserves everything right. that I have, every part of me. So I feel like when you're doing this with the right person, it's reciprocated. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, I think it's about finding the right people. Um, before we finish, the last thing I wanted to touch on was a post that was on Twitter regarding Nipsey Hussle and Lauren London. I am going to cuss, so <laughs> excuse me because that's just the way that the, t- the tweet reads. But it says... Um, Niggas always thanking you for bringing with being with them through the BS. And I don't ever want a nigga that'll allow for me, allow for me that because that means he ain't done. I don't care. I think what she was trying to say, if he's putting you through stuff, he's not done 
putting you yeah, through she stuff. Was replying to the caption that he made. Okay, and he and basically Dipsy Hustle was just saying that Lauren London never folded, stayed mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. whatever. Someone else tweeted and said, "If a nigga ever put me through the fire and brag about it, the relationship is over." How mm-hmm. we feel about that? I think um, Ashanti made some really good points that I was thinking about. At first, I think the whole being reciprocated, like the the husband birthing the wife, the wife birthing the husband. Like, you know, there's certain parts that you pull out of each other. Um, I think that's really important. I think that sometimes, and just to double back real quick, and then I'll come back to this, but I think a lot of times when we were thinking about the whole birthing process, I think we're thinking of relationships like Kim Bella and Jewels. We're thinking of relationships like Emily B and Fabulous, like where it's like, dang girl, you know, aside from a relationship, like I think when we think of going through trials and tribulations, we always think about it's cheating, it's Mm -hmm. side babies. We're not thinking about some of the, you know, toxic traits that we all have as women and as men that Mm -hmm. we all share, you know, and the trauma that we've all experienced and the baggage that women and men bring alike. It's not always down to side babies and side chicks. That's right. And I think that's what in our, but in our community, that's all we see. We don't think about, you know, my partner wasn't even able to effectively communicate Mm -hmm. their needs and their wants. And I had to pull this out of them and I had to teach them how to communicate and how to express themselves emotionally or, you know, my my spouse wasn't the most strong mentally. Like, you know, they had things that they were battling within their mind and they're having mental issues or, you know, things like that. And I helped them, you know, pull that out. And I was able to, you know, nurture that part of them that I think that was the issue. And initially when I saw that, that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking of Jewels and, you know, Kimbella. I'm thinking of poor Emily with her missing teeth and Fab. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm thinking about. But then I'm like, no, there's there's other things. Like, we all have these flaws and we go through these things. And when you are with the right person and it's reciprocated, I feel like it makes sense now to me. You know, like, because there's some things that, about myself. I'm not perfect that someone's going to have to work with and mm-hmm. nurture me on. And I think when you're with the right partner that God has, you know, designed for you specifically, then it it, it, it flows, you know. So I do want to say, like, I appreciate you giving that different, mm-hmm. you know, idea to it. Because I think in our community in this day and age, we just think side babies and side chicks is just, you we know. Think, we think abuse. Like <laughs> yeah, the first yeah, thing we right. go to is abuse. Oh, yeah. it's emotional. Like, no. no like, it's emotional. What it's about physical, the fact that the man can't emotionally connect because his mom did a horrible job? Right. Yeah. You got a lot of, what mm-hmm. about more women? Like, her father wasn't there, so there's some things that her husband's going to have to help her through. Yeah. Like, that's all part of the birthing process. Like, But we just think because of social media or Unfortunately, 2018, it automatically means you got to get your teeth knocked in or you got to have mm-hmm. a, side, a whole side family. Mm-hmm. Like, no, there's things that you're going to endure with your spouse mm-hmm. that you just said it. Nobody's perfect. There's mm-hmm. some I have some character flaws and the person that is designed for me is going to help me through them. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as the post goes about him saying that, I don't think it was like bad intentions like we go through a lot like I'm gonna probably put my partner through a lot and even I feel like I'm this amazing woman and I have all these lovely attributes there's gonna be times where I'm gonna put my partner probably through some things yeah because of my trauma and the baggage that I carried you know that I haven't yet discovered or healed from so do I like the phrase? <laughs> do I do I want my do I want my picture to be captioned like you know you held it down you just you know do I mm. But I see where it where the intention, you know, we don't know what went on in their relationship. Right. You know, he she could have been holding down the fact that he had mental health issues that were not yet addressed. Yeah. You know, that could have been what she was or she, or she could have held him down when he may have lost a loved one or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So I think yeah. we have to start, I think, shifting our minds to like get off of this hole, which I feel like the media is like mm-hmm. force feeding us. And we see it so much. Yeah. And it is so, it is prevalent. It's always been a thing. But I think, like, we have to start yeah. looking at it from a different perspective. But yeah. no, my future husband, please don't. Please don't let like, everybody oh, know. Cheating on her. <laughs> yeah. Please no, don't give them, please don't give, you know, my car facts, my relationship facts, <laughs> everything that I've endured. Like, yeah, and she had this, it was five times I cheated. <laughs> no, 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 But, you know, 
Yeah. I, I can see where it's like, uh, it's a little cringy. Yeah. It's a little cringy. Cringy. Good yeah. word. I think it depends on what, like, what the person is actually saying. How much are you exposing of yeah. what we went through? If it's, you know, she stuck with me through my mental health and my communication issues versus, you know, I cheated on her and... Right. But see, we never right. know. You never know. You never know so. until you get on the Facebook and when you got the 40-year-old people that are posting these long paragraphs, like, she stuck by me when I lost my mother. And you're like, oh, that's so sweet. She's... You know, that then it's like, wow, she's an amazing woman. That's such a lovely pose. But when we would just see one line, like, you know, you held it down and it's from a rapper. We like, what they've been through. <laughs> you know, what was happening behind closed doors? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, what you think, Daryl? You're not going for that caption? <laughs> I mean, I definitely have a different... Uh, I think about it differently now. Because at first, when I seen the clip, I thought he just... Man, I took it as she was just like taking all of this and he wasn't giving nothing back. So mm-hmm. I was like, who wanna go to go through that? Like that sounded miserable as hell. So <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, I I'm not with this. Mm-hmm. But now, like being here and listening to you talk about it, like I, I see it differently. It definitely relates to um a relationship I had. I mean, we didn't we didn't get married. That was a goal, but just thinking about those six years we were together, how much of the good stuff that we brought out of each other and mm-hmm. how much we worked through the bad. Like, all the baggage I came with, my daddy issues and mm-hmm. being in an abusive relationship and already having a child and not having, like, love from my family or knowing how to show love, and he showed me those things. So, I mean, I would I would definitely be down for that again. Yeah. With, with the right person. With the right person. With the right person. I know, yeah. And yeah. I just text my, my girlfriend at last night. I was like, I'm just through with love. I don't even want to fall in love again. I don't even want to <laughs> like anybody. Like, just leave me alone. But now I'm just thinking, like, you know what? With the right person, it won't feel like that. It won't. Right. Yeah, I think discernment is key. Like, you know, yeah. to an extent, what you're dealing with. Like, yeah. we said, pay attention to the signs and just keep your eyes open. Like, don't. I think that's the problem that we we really we don't. don't. Or yeah. We just overlook it because we wanted again, we, we wanted to happen so we bad. Wanted to happen. Yeah. We, want we this wanted person. to this to be the time. Like yeah. this right. is it. <laughs> so we just gonna force this. You know, we gonna force this size nine foot into a size five shoe because we just want it so bad. Yeah. Right. And they don't. We feel like they ain't got no more sizes. You yeah. know, like. So I think that we have to be start taking accountability, and that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I had to take accountability for for this because. I knew better and I should have did better. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now I have to, moving forward, you know, it has to be a lesson learned. Don't let it go in vain. But, um, but yeah. I hope you guys got something out of this episode. Um, let everybody know where they can find you if they want to come to church or. Oh, absolutely. Um, we want to come to church. We uh, have church at 130 Woodland Avenue, Columbus, Ohio. That's right off of Broad Street. Um, we have service at 10.30 a.m. on Sundays. We have Bible study on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Um, our Instagram is IamChurch614. Our Facebook is the same. Our YouTube is the same. Um, so if you can't make it to church, we do have our services on our YouTube channel. So hope to see you guys out. Thank you for coming. Yes, oh, you're thank welcome. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Can't wait to listen. Yes. I'm probably going no I'm definitely gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) see you guys next week and happy birthday to me because this is coming out on my birthday birthday. (laughs) the big 30 girl hopefully I make it till Wednesday girl (laughs) God willing God willing and you shall bye guys bye